Welcome back to the Toolkit Depot studio out here at Optus Stadium. The sun's starting to break through the clouds. We've got a break in the rain. Hopefully, the spring weather is starting to hit. Well, the US Open is continuing at Flushing Meadow in New York and covering it, of course, for us on SEN is Brett Phillips. Brett, welcome. Yeah, thank you, Mark. Good morning. Uh, Novak Djokovic just closing in on victory here against Borna Gogo of Croatia. A real surprise packet in the fourth round, but the 23-time major champion who uh, was certainly in a little bit of strife in the second set. He managed to claw his way out 7-5, and he's now putting the foot uh, to the floor now. So he's only perhaps moments away from uh, booking his spot in a another uh, Grand Slam quarterfinal. I've lost count, Mark. It's been a long, long uh, history of making quarterfinals at the majors, and this is his 17th uh, US Open. And the man that will await him is the American, uh, Taylor Fritz. He's the highest-ranked American. There's a big production line of them, and there's a few that are through deep into the second week. Uh, but Fritz will be, uh, yeah, the likely uh, next opponent. And, of course, uh, Rinky Hijikata out after being beaten in straight sets by Francis Tiafo. Yeah, unfortunately, it came to an end today. Probably no surprise. This was a, a big step up for Rinky. He's played three terrific matches, and he's got his ranking inside the top 100 for the first time. And I believe he will be become a permanent top 100 player. He's got enough tools. And the scary part is he's still a work in progress. And he admitted that today in press. I've got a lot to work on. Uh, because you go up against a guy who's 10 in the world. And, uh, gee, it's another level in terms of his ball striking. You know, 15 aces for Tiafo today. He can get those free points, which is so beneficial. And it was just another step up in terms of the power. Uh, so Rinky will go away and get stronger, and he's not a big guy in stature. I think there's only Sebastian Byers of Argentina who's smaller on the tour. Uh, but, but, you know, getting yourself to 80 in the world means you can play some better tournaments, you get into the Grand Slam. So he's got to try and consolidate that ranking now and keep it between, say, 75 and 100 as the first priority to tick off, and then just incrementally uh, build through 2024. But... Yeah, look, a couple of tight sets, 6-4, six, 6-4. Four, six, four. There's a, a bit of a lopsided set in the middle, and he did break the serve in that third set. But yeah, I think he can hold his head high. He had a, a really, really encouraging week. You mentioned that Taylor Fritz is the highest ranked of the Americans, but there's a pretty strong showing by the Americans here at this tournament, isn't there? You've got Tiafo goes through to a quarter uh, final, and he plays uh, Ben Shelton, another American. That is going to be one of the matches of the year, I think. And now, Tiafo is... Obviously a great entertainer, but he's become a hard-nosed tennis player. Wayne Ferreira, uh, the former South African player, a couple of semis at the Australian Open. These two, you couldn't get more chalk and cheese in terms of their personality and their makeup, but they seem to just make a great team because uh, Wayne has sort of harnessed uh, the flamboyant nature of Francis and just added the, the tougher mental edge to say, come on, you've got all this talent, let's fulfil it. And where he is is where they wanted to be when he took over uh, Francis. Up against a guy, Ben Shelton. Now, this this guy's a showman. He's an absolute showman, but he's a magnificent tennis player. Made the quarterfinals of the Australian Open earlier this year, for those that remember. And he's got a huge serve. Mark, two of them today at 239 kilometres an hour, whistling past Tommy Paul's earlobes. He's a lefty. And he celebrates every shot uh, like he's won the title. I mean, it's 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 not it's, it's there's no sort of oh this guy's a bit too showy we don't like him. It's not that. It's just a guy who's enjoying his tennis and he loves the crowd to come on the ride with him. So 
That is going to be an absolute blockbuster. I suggest it'll probably be under lights in a couple of days on Arthur Ashe Stadium. Is there a mini boom going on in American men's tennis at the moment, um, Brett? Yeah, well, certainly I think you know, the most inside the top 100 that there has been for a while, and I think that number is in double figures. You know, they haven't had a Grand Slam champion since uh, since Roddick in 2003, so there's been a fair drought, a bit like the French mark. I mean, you know, it's been 40 years since anyone's won their home open, but they've had all these great, talented players, and you know, both the US and France have got you know, a tennis system uh, that is full of depth and talent and, you know, courtesy of their population and tennis being so popular. But they've got to turn one of these into a Grand Slam champion. So have they got that hard edge to get through uh, to a final and win it? Uh, That remains to be seen. But, yeah, they've got no shortage of players, that's for sure. All eyes on Alex Dimonor tonight. Tell us about his battle against Daniel Medvedev. Yeah, I'm excited by it. I, I've never felt more positive as someone that's you know followed Alex for a long time and been on this journey. And you know what he's done, I think he's deserved far more kudos from the Australian tennis public and media. To be honest, I think a lot of the attention has been too much on Nick Kyrgios across the journey. But this young man has diligently worked at his game. He's a he's born to play tennis. He's born to be a competitor. He's uh, been knocking on the door for a little while. He's um, he's put on some extra size. He's got to getting more pop on his serve. His last two matches, you know, he's won emphatically. I've never seen him win back-to-back matches like that, where he's not given his opponent a look in at all. He could be top 10 by the end of the year. And the last 12 months, he's beaten good players, including Medvedev twice. Recently in Toronto, when Alex made the Masters 1000, finally beat him at quarters. So that's a great memory to have. Yes, he's a US Open champion, Mark. Uh, he loves a hard court, and he will start as the favourite because of what he's achieved in the sport. But if Alex can rattle his cage early and get in his face and return a lot of balls and just make life uncomfortable, I think Demonor is right in this match. I think his level of play, I've never seen him play better this week. So, in terms of surfaces and which ones favour Demonor, is this his best surface, the hard court? Absolutely, yeah. His best record is here and the Australian Open. Yeah, and, and it's funny because he, you know, he, he grew up on clay uh, predominantly. <laughs> you know, as a young boy, the family were in Sydney, then they moved back because his mum's Spanish, and they moved back to Spain to Alicante, and he grew up a lot on clay. But uh, he hasn't had his best results at the French. Uh, it, it's come on the hard courts of Melbourne Park, where he he loves that sort of home court advantage in the crowd, and he loves playing in New York. It uh, it gets the best out of him. What about on the women's side of the draw? What's happening there, Brett? Yeah, we had a couple of great matches uh, today. Uh, Carolina Mukova, I mean, I think she's almost the most watchable player on the WTA Tour. She made the French Open final this year. She's made an Australian Open semi, two quarters at Wimbledon. Now she's into the quarters of the US Open. Tenth seed, got a beautiful all-court game. I'll never forget a few years ago, she was 240 in the world and played Ash Barty at the US Open. And Barty came in after playing her and said, this girl will be good. It was like watching, It was like playing herself in the mirror. This is how Mukova plays the game. Beautiful volleyer, all court. She slices. She plays the drop shot. Uh, she's just a magnificent player to watch. And, yeah, she had to win uh, in tough fashion today. She's going to take on Serena Castella, who last made a quarterfinal in Paris about 14 years ago. So the 33-year-old in uh, back in uh, familiar territory, but it's been a long time between drinks. And, yeah, Coco Goff uh, today, Mark, beating uh, Caroline Wozniacki. So the fairy tale comes to an end, and uh, what, first Grand Slam back in three and a half years, 
Uh, but Coco down the stretch of that match was too good. And, yeah, awaiting the winner of Igor Sviontek, the world number one, and Yelena Rostenko, which will follow uh, the Djokovic match. And as I speak to you, Mark, he has a couple of match points. So Ostapenko, in fact, has beaten Sviontek three out of three. So maybe the world number one. Uh, it's the biggest danger she's going to face for the tournament uh, coming up very shortly. Who do you like for the title? Oh, look, it's it's hard for me. I said from the start, it's hard for me to go past Djokovic right now. And I know Elkaraz comes in as the defending champion, but I've just seen this glint in the eye of Novak from the uh, practice week. These uh, media conferences, that Wimbledon final is in his mind. He wants revenge and he knows... That clock is ticking. Uh, to get to 24, to keep you know building this phenomenal record that he's got, he just absolutely zones in for the majors these days. Nothing else matters for Novak. And he's had the one five setter, which he tends to have during tournaments. He's got that out of the system. This is when he goes up a notch now. And Alcaraz has still got Sinner in his little quarter, which I think is a real danger for Carlos. And on the women's side... Look, Fiontech's been superb. I mean, unless unless she has a really bad day, I can't see anyone beating Eager if she's allowed to execute her game. So, yeah, she's looked good right from the start. Brett, thank you so much for bringing us up to date on the US Open, and we look forward to talking to you as the tournament progresses. Pleasure. Thanks, Mark. Brett Phillips, he's the host of the first serve on SEN, of course, bringing us daily US Open updates. He comes to you thanks to the Australasian Academy of Tennis Coaches and Stan Sports. Don't forget the first serve live tonight across SEN from 6pm Western Standard Time. We'll be back with more after the break.